0: Welcome e-commerce empresses to this episode of Woman Powering E-Commerce. Join me every Tuesday and Thursday as I take you behind the scenes of my journey as a female e-commerce entrepreneur. Together we'll explore the highs, the lows, inspiring you to take action and achieve your own business goals. So let's get started. Today I want to talk about hiring an executive assistant. That is my latest best move by far. So here's the story. Um, When I started my e-commerce, and you'll definitely relate to that, and it's totally normal when we're starting our own business, we're just a one man or one woman show. So I went from wanting to do everything on my own and not having much of a choice in the beginning to do everything so develop your product uh create product descriptions ship the products answer emails do the customer support take care of the marketing and you know let's stop it there because um, there's so much more you know it and it can get so overwhelming quickly and eventually you hire people to help you out and that's what i did that's definitely the first uh thing i did to leverage my time I actually hired a customer support um, agent, or should I call it customer support representative? And eventually you realize that you need more people for all departments of your company, whether it's sales, customer service, finance, marketing, all of that. So with time, you learn to delegate, um, which is great, and because you don't have a choice. And then I realized... Uh, A while back, I've hired for all those departments, but there was was one area that I still felt I just, you know, couldn't do it all in a day. And I realized it doesn't stop there. And I'll tell you more about it. But if you don't know, I run two businesses with my husband. My first one is the one that I developed in 2013 is my e-commerce stores, e-commerce store called Zamalka, uh, where we sell natural and homeopathic remedies for pets. And we also own a SaaS business. Um, SaaS is for a software as a service and where we help companies lower their shipping invoices. Um, so that's what we do. And I quickly realized having two companies to manage that the other thing that I really needed help with was email and calendar management. That takes a lot of time. It ate ate up my time for more important things. So a couple couple months back, I would just let either my inbox get so full and not answer a lot of people in a timely manner manner or I have to take a lot of time to uh deal with that inbox and then it you know there's a lot of other things I wasn't able to get to so that was a problem I have I had been looking at possibly hiring a VA to help out but the questions that come in mind and if you've never hired a personal assistant I'm sure you have those questions What will he or she be doing exactly? Do I have first enough work for that person to delegate to that person? Because email management, yes, it takes a lot of time if you're the owner and you have a lot of other things to do. But if that's the person's only job, will it take enough time? And also, can I trust that person? I mean, there is a lot of sensitive information in your email inbox. So how can you trust the person you're going to hire? But eventually, the Administrative overload uh, of taking of of things to take care of. I just had to do it. I did it with my husband, which helped. We kind of uh, separated our our assistant, our executive assistant. So we decided to that that would be a good first step. So we dived in and hired one. And I just want to share with you a little bit about my process, how I did that. We read this great book, actually. Um, Way back your time, I have to give that, the credit to Dan Martel. And that was uh, not too long ago, but that we read that and we had already actually decided that we wanted one, but just wasn't weren't sure how to do it. So, and that just kind of um, locked in all the questions we had or processes that we needed that we didn't have at the time. I definitely recommend that book. Um, but we still had decided to do it. Before that, I, was, I looked in uh, just online VAs, but I personally didn't feel too confident about that. We went and tapped into our personal network, and finally we found that one person that we interviewed and we just felt that trust. In the, um, She had a background with lawyers, um, so that definitely helped us on the trust uh, side of things and she, she had already done the executive assistant uh, work. So that's definitely something I would probably recommend if you're looking into hiring someone. Look for someone that has the experience, and if they do have that experience, um, what you wanna do is also check for the references. Um, that's definitely one good thing you can do and for the trust issue, if you have any. And as for the work, honestly like since we split she's actually part-time she works for us part-time for me and my husband so put that together for now it's doing good but I know eventually we'll need more and we'll probably have our own we'll see for that but for now it's a really really good way to just you know put your foot feet in the water and test it out and see how how it goes so that's what we did so if you're wondering like how do I really need one when's a good time? Well, here's what I feel is a good time to think about hiring one is if you feel overwhelmed or you're you have you're lacking time, if important tasks are falling through the cracks, if you have difficulty focusing on high-value activities, If your work-life balance is effective, if you're answering emails and booking meetings on weekends, then maybe it's a good time to think about (laughs) having one. And if you just want to focus on productivity, on being more productive, that's definitely a good way to get all of that out of your way and concentrate on what's more important. So maybe eventually I'll I'll do a more detailed uh, episode on this, but I just wanted to give you a a quick overview of uh, what we've done. And just to go back to the hiring process, again, you might want to find some inspiration as well uh, on the on other job posts. That's definitely a good way to do it. You can also include your mission, your vision, your core values in your, your job post. That's definitely a great way to be, stay in line uh, with what is really important with you and just attract the right talent. Um, as for the responsibilities, everything, it just Make it simple, make it stick around email and calendar management. You can have other projects prepared and lined up if the main tasks are done. And, but usually, depending on how busy you are, you can probably fill up a role pretty easily with that. Again, like us, maybe hire part-time to start off. That could be a good um, thing to do. Like I said, uh, conduct your due diligence with past employers uh, by checking for references. But I want to talk about one mistake that we did, and we did not think about hiring um, this person. She, we live in Canada, and she is Canadian. And we, we love her so much and she still works with us and we want her to work for us that's not the issue but we did one mistake sometimes you have to live it and actually uh like be in it to understand what your real needs are and she moved to Thailand and for us it was fine like we're we're 100% remote or almost 100% remote with our businesses and we are very comfortable with people working everywhere in the world but what happens um is that when she said she'd love to move to Thailand? We said, yeah, no problem. But, and we didn't feel like the time zones would affect us, but they kind of do. So, the issues that came up that we came up with is the delays in email answering and calendar booking. So, she'll work her nights, so which will be our mornings here. So, in the afternoon, what happens, and we take full ownership of everything I'm saying now. Um, Absolutely. So that's just uh, a note to ourselves. And if you can learn from our mistakes, then great. That's why I'm passing them on to you. But it's just in the afternoons, we have no one to answer emails or book meetings. So sometimes like life happens very quickly. And sometimes you're in the afternoon, you need to have a meeting book for tomorrow quickly. And then you have no one. So then you, what happens is that I have to book some meetings and I have to answer some emails sometimes pretty quickly. So that's one thing to think about. And like I said, love my assistant. We're still keeping her and we're just waiting for another position to open up eventually in the company that will be even better for her. Um, But for now, she still continues and um, that's it. Just wanted to still share that with you. And another thing you want to do is have clear communication. Uh, We have a few meetings every week, so twice a week. Right now, you might want to do more when you start. So we have two meetings a week. Uh, I have a meeting with her on Wednesdays and Fridays. If needed, we'll do more. But usually those meetings will serve to answer some questions, just review the calendar. Um, we also um, work together on, on seeing what else we can. I can delegate. And of course, when you delegate something new, a new task, or other projects on the site, you want to make sure that you give clear instructions to start off with and then follow through and what we do also is that she'll let's say we meet remotely she'll record our meetings and she'll use those recordings to answer the emails or book meetings so we don't she won't be there and write notes uh that will take up a lot of time we try to do those meetings pretty quickly and she'll also use those uh, meetings to create sops if needed if it's a a new uh, task anything new basically uh we the recordings are very useful and uh, just to go back again to the trust, um, what I'm thinking about is that, of course, have a signed contract. Uh, you can never uh, be too careful, and that's definitely a great way to start things off. And the last bit that you don't know if you can trust, well, you'll just have to be human and trust the human behind the assistant. So, And that's why if you did your due diligence, if you have a contract, if you... I mean, the rest, you just have to trust uh, that person. Also, implement a feedback loop. Ask for feedback regularly. That's definitely something I'd recommend on how you can improve your workflow together. And also asking first will provide a safe environment um, for that person to provide uh, her or his feedback back uh, in return, I should say and have and that kind of goes into the clear communication you have to be comfortable being transparent and be patient it's a process when you start off it will not be perfect and i we started off a few months ago and i wouldn't like never go back to not having an assistant it's just so incredibly amazing but you have to be patient it will not be perfect and as you go, it will not be, and you'll just adjust. And eventually, I'm sure we'll we'll grab a great pace. And we have I'm like pretty pretty happy with what we have, and we just learn and adjust as we go. And we're patient both together. And but it's going really well. Love her so much. Her name is Pascal, by the way. I love her. So so shout out to you, Pascal. You're doing a great great job. All right. So some uh, main takeaways. Uh, so recognize the signs that. Uh, indicating the need for an um, executive assistant and the potential benefits for you you want to prioritize the hiring process to find uh, an executive assistant who aligns with your values and work style so make sure you know what at least have a base there of what is important for you don't make the same mistakes we did so um that's it and you want to Start to embrace the delegation part and the trust building part. Uh, those things are not easy to start off with, especially if it's a first. Um, but you, you have to do it to maximize the effectiveness of her work or his work or whoever you hire, and that that'll be key to freeing up freeing up your time, your energy for, and keep that for growing your business. So. Assess your workload. If you're considering an executive assistant, um, I would say, yes, of course, I, I'm all in for that decision. Uh, there, I would not go back. I would not go back to not having one. Honestly, it's just so valuable. And so I would definitely recommend doing so if you're at that point of your business. But of course, you want to make sure you hired in other more important places first. And then when you don't know where else you could delegate or just hire anyone more, than the executive assistant definitely comes in very, very handy. And please make sure, disclaimer, warning, once you do it, you will not want to go back. All right. So before we wrap up, I would uh, really like to express how much it would mean to me if you could just take a moment to rate and share this podcast or episode. Your support is crucial in helping us uh, reach and inspire more women entrepreneurs in the e-commerce business. Thank you for being part of this journey with me. I hope you gained some valuable insights and inspiration today to keep learning, growing, and taking action towards your goals. See you in the next episode.